We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, Knicks fans? GMAC here with a quick programming note. The episode you're about to hear is a Patreon preview. It's only 20 minutes of the most recent episode that we did. We originally had a pod scheduled for Monday night, but we decided to move it to a couple weeks from now, reschedule with the guests that we originally had planned. Uh, John and I were actually intending to record twice tonight, uh, I guess Monday night, I should say. And, uh, as a result, we decided just to record as normal our one episode, which is our Patreon episode for the week, um, or one of our two Patreon episodes for the week. We're talking about All-Stars this week. And so Monday night, we talked about the Eastern Conference and all the candidates that are locks and their maybes and on the outside looking in. Uh, as you can imagine, it evolved into a Jalen Brunson conversation. And one rule we've always had about Patreon is that it should be non nicks And because Jalen Brunson came up, there's enough that I clipped for the pre- for, for the preview, leaving all that in. Uh, so that way you guys get to enjoy it. We made sure to make that part of the preview. And it's about 20 minutes long. And it's going to be your episode for this Tuesday. So um, check that out. If you want to hear the full episode of us going through all of the candidates, there's about 20 that you could reasonably say are in the all-star conversation. Uh, Sign up for Patreon for as little as seven bucks a month. You get to access to the Carmelo Anthony tier, which gives you an extra 
podcast a week talking about the NBA, uh, access to our playback watch parties, which happen once per week, um, access to the KFS Discord, where we take our entire community and it's one large big group chat where all of us get to converse about the games and the Knicks at large and history of the Knicks. And there's a bunch of subgroup chats with other non-Knicks stuff. Um, all good stuff going on to Patreon for, for the Monroe tier. You get access to our Zoom calls once a week, our town hall, which I'm pretty sure we're due for this week. If not this week, then next week. Um, and then uh, for the Ewing tier, you get a free perk, or not a free, an additional perk every three months where we send out a collector's item, a KFS collector's item, which should also be coming later this month. Having said all this, this episode you're about to hear, this preview you're about to hear is all of the Knicks stuff that came up during the most recent Patreon episode where we're talking about the East All-Stars. Um, more programming note, pre and post tonight, you got me on the pregame show if you want to check out the KFS YouTube channel. And then if you can tune in live after the Knicks play the Pistons, um, John will be hopefully reacting to a Knicks win because, oh boy, will things get ugly if the Knicks lose this game tonight, uh, especially with Alec Burks and Kevin Knox apparently on some kind of revenge tour. Uh, and then if you don't catch it live, obviously check out the podcast feed. It'll be available on your feed no later. Uh, I guess seven o'clock starts. So I'm going to say midnight, but I don't want to put a, a deadline on Justin. But shortly after the game, uh, it'll be available. Thank you for tuning in. Sign up for Patreon if you're interested. But in the meantime, enjoy this extended Patreon preview. Okay, so I have 11. This so is what I mean when I say uh, okay. this: the, the, the Jalen Brunson all-star conversation is going to be a tricky one when the time comes. Because I do really believe it's going to come down to him versus one of these established, like perennial all stars slash all NBA type of dudes. And I have a funny feeling it's going to come down to the Knicks hanging around 500 longer than people probably think they should. And one of these, whether it's a Chicago, a Washington, or an Indiana, and again, with the caveat that Indiana would have to fall very far because of Halliburton's numbers are so good. It's going to be one of those guys falling off that allows Brunson to get on right now. I would have Brunson. I I don't know if I guess I'll put him over. I'll, I'll put him over Trey right now. And I'll put Butler on my team. With all due respect to Darius Garland, but like, and Darius Garland would probably be my 14th after Trey Young. But man, this is going to be hard. So, to add to that, now that we've taken that tier of haven't played enough and put them on for me, um, you look deeper at the numbers. Porzingis, God bless him, has made the Mavericks probably regret that trade. Um, he's exactly yeah, he's exactly the 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 plan the the B option that the Mavericks could use right now. Um, great efficiency. Uh, I think he's having a nice year for him. Some of the deeper numbers aren't as good as the other ones. I'm taking him out. Drew Holiday. It feels wrong not to have a second Milwaukee Buck here. He, he's not shooting well. He's at. So he's at a exactly 50 effective field goal percentage, which is a hair ahead of DeJounte Murray. Um, 
like you said, 40, uh, 43% or 43.7% from the field, 32 from three. It's strictly a, a defensive conversation. And when you go to box plus minus, it's 2.4, which is just barely ahead of Porzingis, where he is normally would not make this a conversation where he is now. I am taking him out. I will one last thing on the Bucks. Bucks have the best defense in the league by a point uh, per hundred possessions over the Clippers, and by nearly two points per hundred possessions over the Cavs. Like they are, they're defending really well. They are. Um, in the spirit of Jared Allen, he, he will not make my team. I promise. The spirit of Jared Allen. I'm I did just not saying, think I was going to hear this much about Jared Allen on this particular uh, Brooke podcast. Brooke Lopez is a four four point five box plus minus as a sixty three true shooting. Is God. shooting is fifth is a fifty forty ninety candidate there, this season. There you go. Make the Brooke make the Brooke Lopez All Star case. Come on, let's do it. Uh, right now. Let's I'm here see. for it. How many how many attempts? He's taking six threes a game and is shooting forty one percent. Stop three. He has started every game for you want to make a Nick Claxton all-star case while you're no, at no, not, not at all. Ew, leave the Brooklyn Nets out of here. Okay. I understand you don't like these centers with no low usage, but I appreciate it's just like they're not they in do. the same. You're gonna tell me the fucking Jared Allen or Brooke Lopez should be in the conversation for all for an all-star spot over Jalen Brunson? I am saying in the spirit of that, I didn't put either of them on my team. Believe me. I'm okay, just saying I, in the I'm, spirit of it, if okay. I wanted to reward a third. Uh, Celtic or a th- or a second buck or a third buck, I guess in this case, while other people aren't eligible in in the Claudio Casino, then yes, I would. But since I have now for to make things easier, put all your locks into my All Star team. I'm taking Drew Holiday off the table. I'm taking Brook Lopez off the table. So it's between the two Hawks and Jalen Brunson. And since Jalen Brunson despite not shooting well from three this year, although recently has gotten it back up to 32% from the field uh, from three, which would be better than all, but would be worse than all, but Giannis and Embiid, who I don't go to for three point shooting and yet still has the same box plus minus as Trey. Um, I will put Jalen Brunson as my 12th man. Jalen Brunson. uh, Sorry. No, the Knicks would not. You've said it. The Knicks wouldn't have nine wins. With Jalen Brunson, I'm not 100% sure they'd have three wins without Jalen yeah, Brunson. They'd have three, maybe four. Name the uh, four. I think they'd... I think they would have beaten the the Pistons the first time. That's it. And maybe the Minnesota game because... I think they probably wind up... Yeah, they probably win the Minnesota game because they were shooting the lights out. And there's one other game... Who else has had like a big game and been like, oh, well... We didn't need Jalen Brunson for that one. It's because of this person. Hold on. I'll tell you right now who else they, who else I, what other game I think they would have won. So the Saturday game, the Friday night game against the Pistons that, that you didn't do the post game for. RJ had 30, but Brunson yeah. pulled away in the fourth quarter. Yeah, there's a so let's say three. Let's say they figure out one one other. So three wins. Yeah. This um, is a guy with a 59 true shooting, a 53 effective field goal percentage enough usage that like he's got the same usage as DeJounte Murray. It's way less usage than Trey, but it's almost a good thing because that's why he gets to be more efficient than Trey and ends up with the same impact as Trey on when it comes to box plus minus. Um, Same number of win shares as DeRozan, same number of win shares, uh, excuse me, better win shares than Jimmy Butler, better win shares than Giannis on the season. Pretty pretty good player. Yes. So there. 
I made the case for Jalen Brunson. He's my 12th man. My 12th um, all-star as of right now. He is... Um, and has had to survive on the offensive end with with uh, your, he who shall not be main that plays a combo guard. Or so, wing, I guess, is what RJ is. He who shall not be named. I'm... I'm a, listen, you don't want me to talk about Julius Randle because I actually would be, a, I guess, a defender it's not at this a, point. It's, it's not a case. No, it's not a case for Julius Randle. I'm just saying, like, there's no case. When it comes to, like, he's had to deal with on the offensive end, it's not had to deal with Julius Randle. Julius Randle's been very good offensively, but he's been so bad defensively that you can't talk about how good his offense has been. He's put up some nice numbers. Um, so, on the offensive end, yeah. Yes. Jalen Bronson. Um, on uh, all shots this year mm-hmm. is getting assisted on about a quarter of his shots, 26%. For a point guard that's not elite, it's really good. He's getting assisted on 21% of his shots around the rim. Again, for a point guard, not elite, really, really, really good. He is he has more points in the paint than any player in basketball. Not a, not, that was not an error. That is the that is a fact. He has more points in the paint than literally any other player in basketball. Um, it's absurd what he's doing, how efficient he is from inside the arc, and when he gets in his wheelhouse. The three, as you point to, it's it's not amazing, but it's coming around. The assists are a little it's lower than same ballpark. It's a, there's a ballpark here, shooting like one percent worse than Durant from three, one percent worse than Bradley Beal for than DeRozan from three. Jalen Brown, Pascal Siakam, these guys are shooting one two percent better than him. I think the tiebreaker for him, and again, this is going to come down to the Knicks hanging around 500, and and, and that's why I so badly wanted one of those shots to go down for him this weekend because mm-hmm. I think it could have been like a real, especially if they if the if they beat the Grizzlies after he missed the shot against the Blazers, if it, the shot had gone down against the Grizzlies, and it w- that would have polished off a 19 point fourth quarter. At, leading his team from a 12-point comeback. Talk about a signature win at home over John Morant. Again, that's the stuff that when you're building all-star cases, games like that matter. Um, even with him unable to hit either of the shots, or in the case of the Grizzlies game, the last two shots, um, he's still one of the best clutch players in the league. You know how many turnovers Jalen Brunson has in clutch situations this year? Zero. Oh, yeah, that would be zero. And if you go by, go look at all the other guys who have the most field goal attempts and clutch situations throughout the league is the only guy that he has zero turnovers. Um, you know, the and the, generally the assist to turnover ratios there like he has a case. It's not a rock salad case right now. And that's not only just because of where the Knicks are at. It's just because of how difficult this is going to be. The East is really good. And there's a lot of really talented guys in the East who are name guys who voters are just going to be like, oh, I'm not going to vote for Jalen Brunson over Bradley Beal, you know, and people are going to do that. So Jalen Brunson is going to have to kind of go over and above. Um, Yeah. Hey, guys, quick break to tell you about WinBet, the official sports book of Nick's Film School. 
Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, the WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to start winning. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, this is this is our general NBA conversation. We're spending a lot of it on Jalen Brunson, but I do think there's a fascinating conversation between all of these guys and what it's going to come down to because this is a dude who is built. It, it's an interesting case. It's a very interesting case because he does it in a way that's so unlike anybody else and how they and how they do it. And um, the 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 pain in the ass of it is. He's with is in this starting lineup that is so dysfunctional, much like DeMar DeRozan, that the, it's really going to hurt both of their cases. Um, and yet it's not it's not either of those players. 
not the it's dysfunctional defensively. They just they can't get a stop to save anything. It's right just now. yes, you're right. It's like it's offensively, they're actually like they're gonna be well, they a point behind like twelfth for offensive yeah, no, offen- rating. Offensively, they've been good. The yeah, they're a point unit. behind Brooklyn for they're they're at a one eleven nine. Brooklyn's at one twelve nine for eleventh. Like their offense has been fine, which is why like I want to I want to make clear. Why I'm frustrated with Julius is clearly different different from them. Why you're frustrated with Julius, but no, it's not. I I think my frustration with Julius was like I want to talk about how good you've been offensively, how all the changes that you made last year so that I. we wanted you to make, and I can't because you're so bad defensively. I I I we are of the same mind. So if we're of the same mind, that's why I just I want to make clear. I actually don't have a complaint about this offense. I wish they'd make more threes, but like a team that hasn't doesn't make a ton of threes, being this good offensively is like more of a miracle than anything. It's just it is ridiculous, which is why we're not getting into a tips conversation on Patreon, but but I laugh sometimes. Uh, Smoke they're smoking mirroring this team to a 15th ranked offense when yes. they can't hit it to the far side of a barn. You want to have the tips conversation. I would like to know what happens in this fourth and fifth rewatch of the film where he says, Hey Julius, you watched this play happen. Not just know, sitting next to me, but on the court, you watched this play happen. Why? The, the defensive uh, will end with this. The defense. So I, I was looking at this up again. I'm stealing from Tuesday's newsletter. Um, the defensive rating for so the the Knicks big three Brunson Julius and RJ have played more minutes than any three man combination in the league. Their defensive rating is one twenty one point five. Yeah, it's terrible. Do you know? And I know because I did it. I sat down there and I scrolled and I pushed next page, next page, next page. Do you know how many three man groupings you have to go through? Before you get to a three-man grouping with a worse defensive rating than those three, it wouldn't just be the next player, next next three underneath. What do you mean? So, like, if by minutes, so like they've played the most oh, minutes, okay, and okay. they have a one twenty-one point five defensive rating. That the three-man grouping that has played the second most minutes has a lower defensive rating, and so does the third, and so does the fourth. How many do you have to go down the list of? Highest minute trios before you get to someone with a defensive rating worse than those three. How many? 67. 67 groupings or 67? 67 three man groupings. Uh, okay. And do you know who the 68th is that has a worse defensive rating? Who? Is it J? Is it, hold on. Is it, is it also Julius Randall, RJ Barrett, and somebody else? Isaiah, Isaiah Hardenstein. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about Brunson. Like it's similar to Trey in how like they have the same box plus minus, right? And like I guess we should I've used that stat. I probably should have for those who don't know what that is. So you have offensive you have offensive plus minus box plus minus and defensive box plus minus. It's the closest thing I've found when I'm looking at advanced numbers that I'm trying to see what I take seriously and don't. It's the closest thing I've found to war in baseball, which is also an imperfect stat where it values how good you are offensively and how good you are defensively and then splits the baby. And it's why I point out that Jalen Brown is a negative 1.4 defensive box plus minus, but his offense is just good enough that he's just a 0.4 box plus minus for the year. Um, 
a, you got a Brunson and Trey. They have the same box plus minus. Trey is so much more of a negative defensively, but is so much better of an offensive box plus minus that he ends up with the same thing as as Brunson. Brunson is barely a negative on the defensive side of the ball, according to this metric. And then you go to his offense, and it's good enough to be the same level of impact as Trey Young, at least this season, with two other high usage guys in the rotation in the starting lineup with him. One of which has been an inefficient high usage guy. So um, yeah, I, I, that, that number doesn't shock me and it's a little, it's more frustrating as to why this, this season has almost been the exact opposite of what the last couple of years has been, where it's like, I know we can hold the other team under 110. I have no clue how we're getting to 105. Yeah, I know that's it's, and this it's, season it's like I know we can get to 120. I have no clue how we're hold, holding the other team to 125. Um, yeah. Bronson's numbers without he, when you take even one of the other guys out of the equation, Julius or RJ, his mm-hmm. his def, the defensive the numbers of the defense uh, the defensive numbers of the team with Bronson on the floor outstanding, not good, not great, outstanding. Um, so which is, which is why I wonder as we get into trade deadline season. I know Jeremy said it might not be as much of a priority, but Julius raising, I wonder how much Julius has raised his value. I know defensively he's been awful, but look, I wrote them down just so I could see them compared to everybody else. Julius is not in the all-star conversation, especially the one we just had, but he's having, he's a 53 effective field goal percentage, which is 0.1 below Jalen Brunson, a 58 true shooting he has the highest offensive rating of his career. He's the he's the most efficient he's been as a Nick, including the uh, we hear season where he made second on team all NBA. And then you add in that like his three point shooting, which we were like, oh no, Julius, stop shooting threes. It's up to thirty three percent for the year, which is the same as Kevin Durant. It, like I want to talk about decent. how good he's been offensively. A because he has been good. B, because it'll make me forget how historically bad he's been on the defensive end. And C, just in case there's a member of an opposing team's front office listening to our <laughs> Patreon, he's been sure really that, good offensively. You should I'm, trade for him, specifically a, a protected first round pick. I'm sure that makes up our whole subscriber base. Yeah, he's been good on offense, but he um, we can't talk about it. He's been so bad defensively that shame, you can't talk about it. The shame of it is that he's for as good as he's been on offense, there are still possessions that you're like, I really would rather that possession not happen with him, whether it's a bad turnover, whether it's, but although those have been fewer and farther between. They're very few. Yeah. Like uh, uh, even the no, but like you watch other teams, like Steph Curry has bad turnovers, you know, he's so efficient that you don't care. Yeah. But with Julius Randle, you care, especially with what, how last season went. Did, like he did, finds the open man a lot and did, he, the long twos are almost like non-existent at this point. The difference is that any Steph Curry, tur- some Steph Curry turnovers are maddening, but you know, they are part of the larger palette of his game. That is so for the greater good of what mm-hmm. Golden State is trying to do. Whereas you cannot say the same thing about the bad Randall misses and the bad Randall turnovers. And that is the difference. Um, Although, although, who are we to decide that? And when you look at his offensive numbers and how important they've been, and by the way, the offense has dropped off when he's off the court. Mm-hmm. And even when Brunson's on there, 
Um, so is, if you're going to again drinking game, you should go back and re-listen to this episode. Every time I bring up box plus minus, um, he's been a positive player for the year. If you just go by this metric alone, he just um, it's impossible to not it's impossible to ignore the defensive side of the ball. It's also, I, dear God, RJ, do not look at your advanced numbers. Yeah, I was about to. Was, he, you do not want to see RJ advanced metrics when it comes to both sides of the basketball to this metric and many others. Hold on, let me let me let me run Vorp in reverse order. Oh my goodness, it's it's bad. He has How many an, players are there. Yeah, it's bad. That's all you gotta say is it's Hold bad. On. So value over replacement player negative point four. RJ Barrett ranks. This is not a joke. Mm-mm. RJ Barrett ranks 469th out of 472 players. The players that have a lower VORP than RJ Barrett are James Booknight, who got arrested shortly before the season, Kendrick Nunn, who didn't play last year, Uh and Jeremy Sohan, who is a the developmental project of developmental projects for the Spurs, who are trying very, very hard to lose games and are giving young Jeremy, all he could handle. Jabari Smith Jr., who is 19 years old and doesn't know what he's doing on a basketball floor right now, has a higher VORP than R.J. Barrett. David Roddy of your fighting Memphis Grizzlies has a higher VORP than R.J. Barrett. My lord. These are some names. It's actually... Look, we shouldn't have made this a shit on R.J. Barrett ending to the pod. (laughs) But the concern for this 20 game sample is like, oh, you are the player. You are your rookie year, which is where he has an identical box plus minus a negative 4.3 and a negative like he's like the simplicity of win shares, the, an estimate of the number of wins contributed by a player. No, I, I know it's, it it's, is 0.0 is his win share so far this it, season. It's 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 not. It's, yeah, he's got it. Listen, he's got 62 games to get his shit together. I don't think Listen, man, player. I think he will be better. That's which is the frustrating part about this player is like you keep putting yourself in a hole 20 games into your season that no matter how good you are, the final 62, your overall sample can never be celebrated because you know that 20 games did exist. That's only 3.6 win shares behind Steph Curry. There's more win shares than Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier has negative 0.1 win shares. (laughs) Yes, let's turn this into a shit on Fournier ending on the pod. That's fine. (laughs) 